following sermon was delivered at the 1030 worship service at the United Methodist Church of Kent. Please enjoy. The title for this morning's sermon, as you can see, is Who Said It Would Be Easy? And I'm basing it on a couple words or phrases that we find in the Bible and the scriptures today. In the story of Luke, we read about people who strive to go through the, uh, the door. That means to struggle. And even in the story of Jacob, there's a story of, there's a word striven is used as well, which means struggle. And so I wanted to give you that as a background. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable unto you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. On this Labor Day weekend, our focus is to be on all those who work. It covers really a very broad spectrum. Those who work in machine shops, in all forms of health care, all kinds of offices, schools, as safety officers, fire and police, in the fields, on the road, truckers and construction workers, builders, store clerks, restaurant workers, and I could go on and on. I somehow think maybe we ought to put parents in there too, but I'm not sure it's exactly what Labor Day is for, but I think we ought to remember them also. Our nation would be nothing if it were not for those who work, to not only support themselves, but to support the very fabric of our country. And the work is not easy, it is hard. But today I want to offer another kind of work that is just as important, if not even more so. It is the work that we are all called to. This may sound a bit strange, but all of us work to be part of God's kingdom. That is the implication in today's New Testament reading. In a parable, Jesus is saying, strive to enter through the narrow door. In his effort to explain what this means, William Barclay wrote that entry into the kingdom of God is never automatic. It is the reward of struggle. And again, he says, it must be ever going forward. If not, it is going backwards. Now, let me be clear. Ultimately, it's not just work that gains eternal life through Jesus Christ. No matter who we are, we really do not earn God's love no matter how hard we work. In all that is said and done, God's mercy is freely given by God. Again and again and again. We are justified by faith, we read in the New Testament. But on the other hand, to grow in Christ is not therefore simply easy. It does take work on our part. Yes, work. God's ongoing mercy does not suggest that everything is going to be easy. There is something in us that is tempting to find the easy way out under many conditions. Labor can wear us down. Throughout many past efforts, the easier way has been the goal. As a result, assembly lines were developed. Shorter working hours have been arranged. Modern technology continues to help make things easier. At least some say so. I'm not sure. And the church, with a capital C, has strived, has struggled 
to make things easier too. Originally, the call was for us all to be missionaries, to risk our lives in Christ's name, but that disrupted many more some of our comfortable lives, so we paid missionaries to go out instead. It's sometimes easier to text, email, send a letter, rather than make a personal contact with someone else. One might even suggest that ministers and preachers and pastors were hired to release burdens on others. Don't want to push that too hard. Now, I do not intend to claim that all this is bad in and of itself. A lot of this has worked well. The kingdom has grown because of it. But I am just suggesting that to continue our journey in Christ means constant attention and work for us all. It is a personal struggle. Remember Jacob's struggle? A couple of weeks ago, Dr. Palmer led us through the details of this story. I had that scripture picked before he did, so I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I do not intend to do the same this morning, but we do need to remember that Jacob has betrayed his brother Esau and fled the land. And then there came a time when he felt he should return, but he also feared his brother might kill him. Jacob sent others to test the waters, and he waited for a response. Then the Genesis story tells us a man wrestled with him all night. Jacob ended up with a displaced hip joint. The result? His opponent, who somehow represented God, if it wasn't God himself, blessed him. This is a brief summary of the story, but the point is, receiving a blessing from God took some work. This is but one Old Testament account of the wrestling, the struggles to win God's acceptance and support. In today's New Testament reading, Jesus is teaching in a synagogue. The context revolves around his healing of a woman on the Sabbath. A synagogue, synagogue leader reminded him of the law that no work should be done on the Sabbath, not even healing. Now, Jesus is always challenging the tendency of religious leaders to not get tied up in legalism. Instead, think first of the needs of others, not the rigid laws. But he is not saying there is an easy way out. In a way, the law he is speaking about makes things easy. It's written down. If followed, one need not think for oneself. But one's faith journey is not simple. In the passage from Luke, from today's scripture, we find the parable where Jesus says, Strive to enter through the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able. Let's focus just for a few moments today on that word from Jesus, strive. When one strives, one makes great effort, tries very hard, struggled. It is the labor involved in following Christ. The narrow door in Jesus' parable implies it is something not easy to get through. We are called to strive to enter. All who have been important to us in our journey with Christ have struggled. Even Jesus faced temptations, as did the disciple Peter and the apostles and many of the other disciples. And this has been so down through history. We think way back in history of people like St. Augustine and Martin Luther and John Wesley, just to name a few. If you were to read any of their diaries, any of their reports, of many others, you'll see that they had their struggles as well. And it's for work for you and me, too. We wrestle with that slippery and evasive prayer time. 
We work hard at trying to understand other sisters and brothers in Christ when we don't agree with them. Practical solutions and biblical ones are not always the same. But God wants us to work at it, to even do some struggling. Mistakes and suffering can even set us back. It is then that God will reach out in mercy. God is patient with us again and again and again. God will help us to try again, and the struggle we have experienced can result in strength. A friend of ours had worked for a company that manufactured and sold kitchen sink disposals. He told us once to be sure and run coffee grounds and chicken bones through our disposal. It was what kept them clean and efficient. It runs better if it is forced to really work once in a while. There's a similar point in the story told of King Edward I of England. His son, the prince, was away in battle. Messengers came to the king and told him the prince was having a rough time. Things were not looking very good for him. When he was told no, he said, then, then, they asked if his son was, then he asked if his son was wounded or, or unhorsed. When he was told no, he said, then I will send him no help. Let him win his spurs. As we honor those who labor, maybe it also the occasion for you and me to nurture the inner spiritual labor that draws us closer to God. It will involve times of quiet. We may not find answers in just the Bible, but in other readings as well. It may happen as we encounter those who inspire us and care for us. Part of the struggle is to determine how God expects us to reach out in service to others. As we receive Holy Communion this morning, may it be an opportunity to again welcome Christ into our lives, the one who strives with us. Let us pray. Gracious God, we offer thanks this morning for your being ever present in our lives. We praise you for being here and striving with us. Living in you is not always easy. Thank you for your presence in all that we confront in our faith journeys. We are grateful to you, God, for the gift of your Son. He has shown us a path upon which we can strive with him. Jesus inspires us as we struggle to follow him, and the way is not easy, but he does help to make the burden light. And we thank you for the gift of each other. We cannot do it alone. Our sisters and brothers stand by us and build us up. You have us, placed us in a community of believers with whom we can share our struggles, our failures, as well as our successes and victories. And help us to care for each other. We especially pray today for Morgan Kloss as he faces challenges in his life. And we pray for the granddaughter of Rick and Stacy Stout who is currently in the hospital. And we also lift up the sisters and brothers beyond our immediate fellowship of the Clearview, Clearview United Methodist Church in Akron. May they experience your presence in their work to be in mission with each other and their community. And may we ever keep in mind all of your children, regardless of their beliefs and persuasions, who struggle with life-threatening challenges. 
thousands dying from flooding in Pakistan, citizens in Jackson, Mississippi, trying to survive with insufficient water source. The base, your children in Ukraine are dying every day under countless attacks from their enemy. May we never rest easy as countless men, women, and children are suffering every day. And as we approach the communion table, let us again receive Christ into our lives with a commitment to follow in his way. And in his name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this edition of the United Methodist Church of Kent Sermon Podcast. For more information about the church, visit www.kentmethodist.org.